Happy Friday! It's Melissa. Today is September 14th, and I am the founder of A Yogi Kitchen. Welcome! It is so nice to have you here at our virtual table. Please pull up a chair, settle in. This is where we connect. We sit around the table from each other and we connect together. We connect mind, body, spirit. It's where we learn new skills and new tools to help manage our mental health in a mindful way, increasing our mental resiliency. And we're also fighting the stigma of mental health. So I wanted to say right off the bat that this is not about having a mental health issue necessarily. I have been teaching for a long time now yoga for anxiety or yoga for depression um, or courses to help manage mental health issues. But this is more about managing mental health in the same way that we manage our physical health, right? We're taught from a young age how to eat healthy food, how to get exercise, how to take care of ourselves physically. But no one teaches us how to take care of our mental health. And it's a little ridiculous because mind, body, spirit is always connected. So whatever's happening in your mind is going to affect who you are physically. You may have the greatest intentions about getting to the gym or getting out there, but if there's a lot going on mentally, it's not going to translate physically. You're not going to be able to get out and do those things that you want to physically. It goes together. It is always, always connected. So I thought I would take a moment to pull something off of the back burner. So it's been simmering there for quite a long time. This has been something I've really wanted to do for a while. Um, And I just tried to record something for you guys like four times. I mean, literally each one was like at least 15 minutes. So I've spent a lot of time trying to record and I just decided, okay, done. It's got to be quick and dirty. We just got to go in there and do it. So here is what it is. Coffee break is a time for us to take a little bit of a break together and me answer questions that you have. And so I've sort of started this file on my computer when a client or a student either asks something of me face-to-face or as people like, I have my clients check in weekly, like how are things going? And we do a little check-in. And when they have questions in those emails to me, I put them in the file. So I've been doing this for like 20 years. My file's Well, I haven't been saving the questions for 20 years, but I've been doing this work for 20 years. And it's, I got a lot of questions that I could do a weekly podcast will we'll answer questions. So if you have any questions, anything to do with mind-body-spirit connection, anything to do with mindfully managing your mental health, or yoga poses, or recipes, nutrition, menus, all the things that are sort of under the umbrella of mindful food, delicious yoga, please feel free to email me or text me questions, and I'll put them in the folder. Um, and as I start getting questions from you guys, I'll do those first. And then if I have to go back and the archives. I'll do that. But my email address is mel at a yogikitchen.com. My phone number is 785-760-5412. And I will absolutely answer you personally. And then I'll also answer in the podcast at some point. So today, um, this question, everything kind of fell together perfectly. So the question was about having the mental fortitude, the resiliency to do things that you know are good for you, but you just can't gather the mental energy, the physical energy, the emotional energy to do those things. When it's those days where you just want to pour a glass of wine, open a pint of ice cream and turn on Netflix or just lay on the couch staring at the wall. Like, what do you do on those days? So this comes from a woman who um, is one of my coaching clients and she knows that I know her well, we know each other well. And she's interested in taking 
Breathe e-course, which is a seven-day free email course that starts tomorrow. And it's core concepts that I sort of teach everywhere. Um, I teach it when I teach practices for peace. I teach them when I teach hips and hearts on some level. And I teach them big time when I teach either um, Breathe Online or Yoga for Anxiety and Depression. And uh, it starts tomorrow. There's seven days. Uh, It's going to start with a video tomorrow, which I'm real excited to get back into videos. And it is the precursor to Breathe Online. So it's a free seven days to decide if you really want to spend the mental energy, the physical energy, and the financial resources to take an online course with me that's six weeks long. Right now, where the early bird special uh, is till September 17th, and it costs $150 for six weeks where you get videos and worksheets and uh, uh, one-on-one time with me. It's a great deal. And then after September 17th, it's $180. So it's still a great deal, but you get a $30 perk. So I'm really excited about teaching this and this woman is interested in taking it with me. So part of her question was, how do you do this? But also it was because we know each other. Do you think I can do this? Do you think I can manage it? So it really came at the perfect time. Not only did I want to pull coffee break off the back burner, but I've had a really tough week. I've had a really tough couple of weeks and it's almost getting comical how tough these weeks are. So a lot of you know, um, we just finished doing grief journal week because we had a week in our household where both my love and I are um, having big anniversaries. So it was the six month anniversary of my dad's death. And actually this week is the one year anniversary of when this whole process started. My dad went to the hospital for the first time on September 11th and he never went home after that. It was hospital to rehab to hospital to rehab. And then also last week was the one year anniversary of my love's wife's death. So it was everything. It was the day she went to the hospital. Um, It was the day she actually died. It was the anniversary of her funeral, the burial. It was all in that one week. And so, you know, we've had a lot going on. And then on top of that, um, on Tuesday, I went to see my aunt, my dad's sister, who has multiple, multiple myeloma. It's a rare, incurable blood cancer. So um, she's my dad's older sister, my dad's older half-sister, actually, and she was somewhat of a second mom to me when I was little. We lived at her house for the first three years of my life. Um, She's lived in that house for 50 years. So it was going to her and saying goodbye, and she is the last family member for that generation. Um, She's the last of this group of African-American people from Mississippi that made the great northern migration. So her husband has died, her brother-in-law has died, her sister has died, and then her brother-in-law's new wife has died. Everyone in that generation has died except for her, all the people that came up from Mississippi. So it's it's this big thing that's happening in our family. Um, and she's leaving her home. She's going to live with her son who's going to help her with her end-of-life journey. So that was really big and emotional this week and brought up all the lost stuff. And then I also had a root canal on the same day. So that, you know, um, a lot of you know, pain makes everything feel bigger and feel worse. So it just felt like this is so the place where we are right now. And for her to ask that question today, because we just talked about it this morning. So my love and I have had um, those days where we're just kind of trudging through, we're just sort of doing the bare minimum. It was Netflix and popcorn yesterday um, and eating 
bad takeout or eating frozen food, which I think is probably worse than bad takeout. Um, and just not, you know, just kind of doing the bare minimum to get us through the next day. And then this morning we woke up and we both felt a lot better mentally. We felt connected. We felt, in addition, I do have to say, my love did some good things for himself. He spent some time with his family. Yesterday, he got on his motorcycle and he was gone for like five or six hours. He went to go visit a friend and took a long motorcycle ride. So it's not just the bare minimum, but it was pretty close to the bare minimum of what we could get through. And this morning we woke up and things had shifted. And part of it was us doing a few things that we knew were good for us. But part of it is just, it shifted and it almost always shifts. So before I really answer her question, I want to preface all of this by saying I am not a mental health care provider in any sense. Um, I teach yoga and I'm a woman with anxiety and depression. No, I'm sorry. I have anxiety and PTSD. I'm so used to just saying anxiety and depression together. I have anxiety and PTSD. And of course, depression can be a side effect of both those things. Um, and I teach what I know. I teach the mind, spirit, body connection, the yoga answers to these issues. And I teach my own experiences, um, the dialectical behavior therapy I've, I've taken, um, and just what I've seen works with people. So if you are in need um, of more than just a podcast or more than just an online class, I highly, highly suggest you talk to your primary care physician and get a referral to a great mental health care provider, whether it's a psychiatrist or a psychologist or even a social worker, um, or talk to a really good friend if they have a therapist. Chances are, if your best friend has a therapist that she likes or he likes, then you will um, like that therapist also because it's your best friend, right? So I highly, highly encourage you. And if you are in danger of hurting yourself in this moment, pick up the phone and call 911 and get some help. And I know it's hard, but um, it's worth it. Uh, Things can get better a lot faster than we think because when we're in the middle of it, it feels so huge. It feels so overwhelming. It feels like being happy is not an option ever. And this is not going to get better and it's not going to get lighter. But I know from my own experience, I know from watching people um, go through tough stuff, be in bad places, I know that it can get better. Um, And whether you can do it through things like yoga, mind-body-spirit connection, or you need something, um, some more intensive therapy, whether you need drugs, there's no judgment about those things. We do what we need to do regardless of what it is. So that is my, um, my preface to all of this. So her question was, you know, what do I do? So I have two answers for that is one, if you're really feeling deep, hard stuff right now, maybe it's not the time to take a class about how to feel better or, you know, not the time to do some new thing to feel better. Maybe it's the time you sort of do the bare minimum. You get up, eat something, get yourself to work, get home eat something, go to sleep. And you do that and you keep doing it. And eventually things start to shift a little bit. And so we do these little teeny things that make a difference. So maybe what you've been doing is uh, like yesterday, I think I said, you know, some of us, we do a bottle of wine and a pint of ice cream and Netflix. Well, okay. So is that the worst choice ever? No. Could we do better? Yeah. So maybe you turn on Netflix and you eat a sandwich. Um, or maybe you limit yourself to a YouTube video and um, something that is really good for you and yummy that you enjoy. And we just take these little teeny steps to shift how things are. 
And again, this is assuming that you're not going to hurt yourself, that you can actually get out of bed and get to work and, and do your life. Um, if it's if it's too much, if the rest is too big and you're not able to do those things, then again, this is time to talk to a doctor and get some professional help. Um, so that's my answer to that. And so when things start to shift, like for us, it did this morning, we woke up and we felt like, oh, let's go to breakfast. You want to go for a walk? Like, what do you want to do? I made a phone date for this afternoon with a really good old friend, um, childhood friend, not old friend, childhood friend. Um, and I just, I feel inspired to, instead of the takeout that we've been doing or the frozen stuff we've been doing, I felt inspired to cook. I had some stuff in the fridge and I thought, all right, let's, you know, we've got a lot of vegetables. So tonight's going to be a garbage meal, which in our household and when I cook for people means let's go through the fridge and see what there is and put together something. So sometimes it's like stir fry, sometimes it's something really simple and easy soup is always great garbage meal. You just go in there and see what you have. So that's what I'm doing today because things shifted today. And what I said to my love this morning is, okay, whatever reason, we're both feeling a lot better. Let's capitalize on this. Let's grow it. So that's my answer is you just grow the little things. And so in terms of taking my courses, Breathe eCourse Now or Breathe Online, which starts uh, October 7th, those are things that are not time sensitive. You know, it's, it works out well if you do them as you get the emails, if you do the, the homework and you read about the concept, but it's not, it's not necessary. So is that something that you could join right now and then it's there for when you, you feel inclined to do it? Absolutely. Absolutely do that. Um, if it were something time sensitive, maybe, maybe not. You, you know, you're just going to have to keep putting one foot in front of the other and do those little baby steps that you know to do. So here's my big answer, though, is don't wait until we're in the hole. And like for me this week, you know, I, I really should have put all those things together. I've been doing this a long time. I've been managing my mental health for a long time. I should have put that maybe root canal and seeing my aunt in the same day was going to be a really big, hard thing. And I could have coped ahead and done it. But everything kind of fell together very quickly. Like I went to the dentist and he said, do you want to do it today? And I said, yeah. I'm here. I don't need to go home and then worry about this for the next three days. If you have time to do it today, let's just get it done. So I didn't anticipate having a root canal. <laughs> it just kind of happened. And then um, my aunt, seeing her, was kind of up in the air because she hasn't been feeling well. And so originally she didn't want visitors. And then someone called, my cousin called and said, hey, you know what? She was thinking tomorrow. So everything kind of fell together quickly. Um, and, and sometimes that's just the way life works, right? But the answer um, outside of something like that is once you get to that place where everything shifts, capitalize it on it. So we all do this. We all do two things that really doesn't benefit us well. We, one, we get into a bad place and we're like, oh, got to get out of this. So we all love that montage, right? Where the in like the rom-com, the woman's been dumped or something's awful's happened, her career isn't working out well. And so there's this montage where, you know, she's been in bed for weeks, eating ice cream and drinking wine, watching Netflix. And she, for whatever reason, life is feeling good. Something, she gets determination. She, you know, pulls on her boots by the straps and she vacuums her house and empties her closet and starts fresh and new and she's walking down the street and it's a sunny gorgeous day and her skin is flawless you know she hasn't been eating junk food for the last six weeks in bed um and she everything's great and everything's exciting and we love that montage we all love it we want life to be like that but life 
isn't like that. It just doesn't work that way. But we get in our heads like, okay, I'm going to make this work. I'm going to stuff down my feelings. I am just going to go and do it. And then we want everything to be perfect at once. So it doesn't matter that we haven't done laundry for like the last three weeks. It doesn't matter that, you know, there's nothing in the fridge. There's all these things that we have to do to get to that place, which you don't see in the montage. You know, you don't see that her vacuuming and cleaning out her closet and doing all that stuff actually took her three weeks to do. You think it all happened in, you know, whatever it is, the 90 seconds of the film. But those things take time. So um, my answer is don't, don't press yourself to make everything perfect in this moment. Because we all do it. We all want it to fall together like a magic pill. And there is no magic pill. It takes a little time. Um, the other thing that we all do is... Um, oh, I kind of lost my train of thought. It's going to come back around. If it doesn't, I'll get you next week. But so capitalizing on um, on when things start to shift. So that day that you wake up and you're like, you know, instead of stopping at McDonald's for breakfast, I think maybe I want to make myself a smoothie. Awesome. That's your baby step. And maybe that's all you do for that day. And that's okay. And then maybe the next day or two days later, you feel a little more energy. So how can you capitalize on that? So maybe, you know, instead of doing the rip the bandaid off, make everything better in one second and say, okay, well, I'm going to walk to work today. I'm going to eat my smoothie or drink my smoothie and then walk to work. Well, okay. So maybe having a smoothie and then walking an hour to work is a little bit too much. So instead of that, that big kind of thinking that we all like to do, Um, is maybe you have your smoothie and you walk to the next bus stop instead of the bus stop you always walk to. So you get a little extra exercise in. And maybe, you know, you can capitalize on that by when you go home doing the same thing. So you get a little exercise in. So you're not overwhelming yourself. You're not making everything feel really big. So these courses, Breathe Online and the Breathe e-course that starts tomorrow, um, are really to help you maximize some of that, to learn those skills and use those tools that can help you maximize those things. Um, so I have another answer. And I, whatever was I lost, my two things, and I got the first one, but I can't remember the second, it's not coming back, which is unusual for me. But the other thing that I tell people to do, and, and this person, my, my client that I coach with, uh, has this one down really well. She's, she's good at this thing, is create... A little toolbox of things that inspire you. So a lot of us have like our self-soothing toolbox. Like I like a certain candle. I like um, certain music. I like certain stuff to help me get present, get centered in the moment. And I also have things that help get me fired up. So you want those things. And I was just listening to a podcast actually where the the person they were interviewing says that she has a YouTube playlist where it's all these funny little videos. So when she's not 100%, when she's not feeling, um, she's someone who coaches also. And so we have to be external a lot. We have to be out there a lot. And she's like, when I'm not feeling it and I don't have that energy level, I watch that. I laugh my ass off. And then I've got that like heightened energy and I can go out there and be really present with other people. And so figure out what you can do. And next month in October, we're going to do self-care challenge. I haven't figured the whole thing out yet, but it's going to be towards the end of October and do a self-care challenge. And we're going to focus on being energy rich. And so I think hers is really great because it's a way of really shifting your brain camera chemistry very quickly. 
So not like I was really sad and everything felt heavy and then I watched these videos and now I'm really happy, but she was feeling fine. She was feeling okay. Maybe a little you know, it's later in the afternoon and her energy's kind of waning a little bit. So she watches this YouTube playlist and it perks her up and she feels excited about the day and good about doing what she needs to do. Um, so do that for yourself. So I have a Spotify playlist that I call Melissa and it's got songs that just help. They take me back to times that I've really enjoyed being Melissa. So uh, there's some songs from like the last year of high school, the beginning of college. And I was just pumped about life. Life was very exciting. You know, I'm, I'm ending one thing and I'm starting something new and fresh. And it was, it was really a great time of life. And then, you know, I have um, some songs. Let's see. There's one, I, or at least one or two from... Uh, when my daughter was born, there's one or two from like when I bought my first house, like things that just made me feel really good about being me is on my playlist. And then some of them are like, oh, like there's an Annie Lennox song that I used to go to this aerobics class that I absolutely loved. It was a step class in Chicago. And I absolutely loved it. I was like 25 or something. I went to this class all the time. And he always started this class with this Annie Lennox song. And it just got me pumped. And I had great workout. And so that song's on my playlist. So you want to do things like that. If there's a movie, I have, I'm a rom-com fan. Um, I have a bunch of movies where you kind of, you know, watch these women come back from whatever adversity they have. And it makes me feel good. They make me feel happy. Um, I have books. I just actually recommended to someone the Shonda Rhimes book, The Year of Yes. And it's all about, so yes, it's that Shonda Rhimes, the woman who is um, the creator of Grey's Anatomy and Scandal and uh, How to Get Away with Murder. And she wrote this book called The Year of Yes. And if you get the audio book, this is my favorite, it's her reading it. So she's telling her story about her life had gotten into this rut and she didn't even realize it. And her sister calls her out on it. And it's a little bit because she's pissed at her sister for calling her out that she's like, well, then let's see. And she has this year of yes. And she talks about how it changes everything for her. And she was already doing some of these really big things in her life. She was already had Grey's Anatomy. I can't remember if she had scandal it already or not. But um, she already, you know, was a pretty successful person. And it's about how she made a change and she shifted. And it's awesome to hear her. It's awesome to get inspired by her story. Um, so, you know, books, videos, music, you know, things that really get you pumped, get you excited. You want to have those in your back pocket. And um, that can help shift your brain chemistry. And that can make things a little bit more manageable. So those are the things that I told her. I said, you know, if you assess your situation and decide I could do some of these things, I could, you know, get through the minimum and then be able to do the journal prompt that I'm going to give everyone tomorrow for Breathe eCourse, then yes, you should do it. And if you get three days in and you're like, oh, I can't today, I'll do it tomorrow. And if you really believe that, oh, I will do it tomorrow, then yes, of course you should do it. If it's going to be that thing that is going to make you guilty and make you feel shame and make you feel bad about yourself, then no, you should not do it. You should take that thing out of your life, put it on the back burner until it's time that you feel better, that you feel like you can manage and do it. And there is nothing to be ashamed of about that, to edit, to pare down to what you can manage. We all think we have to be superwomen. We all think we have to do 50 awesome things at once. And it's just not true. And regardless of what everyone else's Facebook feed says, we're in the same boat. We're all feeling the same thing. So that's my answer to the coffee break today. Whatever it was, I can't remember. 
The second thing, if you would like to join me for Breathe eCourse or Breathe Online, please drop me an email, mel at a yogikitchen.com or send me a text, 785-760-5412. You can also give me any feedback you have about this podcast, this episode or any other episode. Um, if you would like to just, you know, you're interested in Breathe Online, we spend a week on each concept. So it's a week on yoga poses, a week on self-care, a week on dialectical behavior therapy skills, um, a week on nutrition, all to help manage mental health. So ideally what happens is when we're in those those places, like I woke up this morning feeling lighter than I have in days and feeling like I can manage more than I could in days, we get to those places and we build on it. Um, and ideally, theoretically, it means we don't slide down quite as far as we have in the past. And as we get more resilient, as we get better at doing those things, that that slide down, that hole gets more and more shallow. So, you know, sometimes we've had big things that happen in our lives and the hole's really deep and we always climb out. You know, sometimes just for a short time, sometimes for longer periods of time. There's a woman on Instagram. um, She's uh, bipolar Barbie who um, has really been struggling with bipolar disorder for years. And some of her posts are really raw. Um, and she has just had that clarity. She's just had that clearing of the clouds. And I haven't checked in in a day or two, so I don't know that it's continued, but she felt like this was a really big shift. Like she can now build on this shift. She's working out. She's doing the stuff that she knows is really good for her brain. Um, so check her out, Bipolar Barbie. Um, it's really interesting and, and inspiring to watch her in her humanness and to let it be okay to be flawed and to let it be okay that, you know, her Facebook feed doesn't look perfect. Her Instagram feed doesn't look perfect. And there are more of those people out there than the other kind of people. We all think we're seeing wonderful lives, exciting lives. How come everyone else is like in Hawaii every other week and we're at home all the time? And it's just not how it is. Okay. So now I'm on a different soapbox. Um, It's Friday afternoon, September 14th. I hope you have a lovely weekend. Um, Again, we start Breathe Online tomorrow morning with a video in your inbox. You can join us at any point. If you email me at tomorrow morning, I will send you the email, um, even if it's already gone out. And then again, Breathe Online starts September. Nope, it starts October 7th. And we are... Um, uh, early bird special, sorry, till September 17th. And if you want to read more about any of those, you can go to the website, ayogikitchen.com and click on delicious yoga. Drop down will come and it's breathe online and you can read more about what you get and how it is. Um, and send me any questions. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Namaste.